So how do you really capture grace? How do you live in the grace current? How do you get there? Last week, we set you up to get on the path, find those breadcrumbs. And today we are going to jump into the grace current. Let's do it. Welcome to the Grace Current Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Will, Christian author, entrepreneur, and certified business coach. But confession, I did not get here by charging forward and asking God to bless my effort. Yeah, like me, have you found that road actually leads to a tough place of burnout and overwhelm with a healthy sad dish of doubt and confusion. But it's at this humbling place that I received an oh-so-sweet invitation to walk in the grace we have received. And friend, it is your inheritance too, and it comes from your Father who sits on a throne of grace. Yeah, it's how He gets things done in heaven and how He wants to collaborate with you on earth to see your life, your passions, your goals, and your God-sized dreams come to fruition with a clear path, exhilarating pace, without losing your peace. So if you're ready to be propelled by God's giant wave of grace, then grab your board. It's time for the ride of your life on the Grace Current. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. So glad you're here. So excited to jump into the Grace Current in this episode. I know last time we were sort of talking about the things that we need to do to like remove the blocks in your Grace Current. But I want to get us to this place where we are functioning in the grace current. That is all of the abundance that can come from your father's throne to you. It's what he wants for his kids. He just wants his kids to be bathed in this abundant provision and power and wisdom, insight, foresight, unchallenged authority to rock your God-sized dream life. And let's break down some of the ways you can actually get into that grace current, okay? So last time I said there's sort of an acronym that you could remember all of this by, and it was miracle. So last time, last episode, we talked about mindsets, identity, resources, and alignment. And today we're going to add in capturing grace. So as I've talked about before, the first thing that has to happen is that we shift the spiritual realm, right? Nothing that happens on earth didn't happen first in heaven. So God spoke uh, in heaven and then made the earth. Um, God thought about who he wanted to create and then he created man. So everything starts as an idea in the spiritual mind, in God's spirit, in anything creative starts first in the intangible and then comes to the tangible if that's easier way for you guys to think about it so if you are wanting to have a grace current in your life we've got to shift the atmosphere first the spiritual atmosphere so a lot of times we have some generational junk (laughs) in our spiritual atmosphere it's been hanging around following us around And um, we've got to shift out of that. And so first step is detoxing your atmosphere. Now, the funny thing about this is God tapped me on the shoulder and asked me to create a candle line. Right. This is how I became an entrepreneur. And um, I was like, what Ah, candles? Really? What? Where? Where did this come from? (laughs) Like, I don't. I, I 
I just couldn't quite understand why the candles. And so as I dug in, I found out how flippin' toxic candles are. Like you don't have to disclose any ingredients. There's no regulation around candles other than you need to put a warning label on the bottom about the flammability. That's it. There's nothing else really that is um, safeguarding what you breathe into your precious lungs. And um, I was kind of horrified by what I found is in these um, candles, especially those that get imported from overseas. And you'll find them super cheap on the shelves of just about every store. And um, there's, there's so many known toxins in them as well as just the wax that they come in. It's paraffin usually or a paraffin blend. And um, that is a petroleum byproduct, which is not safe for you to be breathing into your lungs. It actually coats your lungs with this black soot. If you kind of see a black ring around um, your candles building up, you know you've got a paraffin candle and that stuff is on your lungs and it's coated. If you try to even rub it off your fingers, you can feel how sticky and tacky it is. Like it just doesn't wash off. And so obviously that's really unsafe to have that in your household, not to mention what's in the scenting and um, how that can shift your hormones. Well, we know if our hormones are out of whack, like our whole systems are out of whack. So if you take this like to the spiritual realm, if you've got that kind of stuff, like gumming up your ability to see things for what they are, um, because your spiritual eyes are kind of weak or clouded or um, covered in soot, uh, we are in this place of blindness and darkness, right? That's the first step toward toxicity is like when you can't see the light and you can't see the truth in front of you, you can walk into darkness and dark things and not even be aware of it. So first thing is to get light in and ask God to bring the light in. What is toxic in my spiritual atmosphere? And how do you want me to remove it? So you may need to get somebody on your, um, in your corner, just as a, a sounding board that you really trust. Um, or you might need to move further into some, some heart healing, some counseling. Um, God will show you that path, but we got to get out of the dark and back into the, the light so that you can just see straight. You can see and not trip and stumble. Because a lot of times we're tripping and we're stumbling through life and we're wondering where God is and we're wanting to blame him for all the things that are going wrong when really we are just walking in darkness and we just need that candle lit in clarity to show to be able to see what we aren't seeing. So detox starts with light, <laughs> bringing the light in so you can see again and ask God to remove kind of those the blinders that are inhibiting you from seeing where he's trying to lead you or what the pitfalls are that your uh, family or your generations maybe have been prone to he will show you all those things when there's light so number one we got to shift the atmosphere with bringing light in so we can see so then we can remove what doesn't belong there and then we get to bring in 
the fragrant aroma of what does belong there, the things that inspire us, the things that encourage us, the things that resonate with us, the things that give us vision and peace and hope and strength. So when there's something else occupying that space, we can't bring it in. We can try to shove it in. Like if you're trying to, if you've ever tried to like shove a pillow in a pillowcase that does it doesn't fit. Like you just can't get it in or a sleeping bag when you're rolling it back up again into the um, sleeve and it just won't go. Um, or you're trying to put too much food in a Tupperware container and it's just like overflowing like that. There's no more room to stuff things in when the toxic is there. It's occupying that space. So we have to get it out. So we're going to get the light to shine. We're going to remove what's toxic. And then we're going to bring in what is inspirational and what is fragrant. That begins to shift the atmosphere in the spiritual realm, right? We have to fix the spiritual realm before we're going to fix the things on earth that aren't working or that are block, feel like blocks. Um, so if there's something that you're seeing in your path that is that was like a dam, like we talked about a dam in your current, or just seems to be a roadblock to your path or seems to be confusing in which way you should go next you just lack clarity or there seems to be chaos surrounding every time you try to move forward there's just this constant like resistance all right there it is that's the thing even if you can't identify it that we're going to bring to god and just be okay lord i want this to have light on it please bring your light to it so we can detox it and we can replace it with the fragrance the beautiful fragrance. So if you kind of, that's where this whole candle analogy kind of comes in. We're going to, we're going to light that candle and we're going to clean the air. They actually, what God led me to put in these candles was coconut wax. And I had no idea that coconut wax actually is an antifungal and anti, um, microbial and an anti So it's actually cleaning your air and um taking out the toxins and bringing in fresh clean air and when i got my first testimony about this from uh someone who had purchased the candles um, she had a uh, mold reaction she had opened a package and had a mold reaction um, to something that was in there and it she ended up in the er and when she came back home to try to figure out how to live in back in her space. She lit the candle. God just like inspired her to go light that candle. And instantly she could tell there was a removal of some sort of toxin. And, um, she was able to calm her system back down and live in her home again. (laughs) So that is sort of this amazing parallel here with these candles is that, you know, you light them up, they're going to detox your atmosphere and shed the light on what's wrong and give you that beautiful fragrance instead of what was toxic. There's going to be this inspirational fragrant aroma coming through your life. All right. So that's what God wants in our spiritual realm. That's got to be in place before we can step into a current that's going to take us somewhere because we're going to be going down a road and we're going to be hitting all sorts of rocks or in the current, we're going to be hitting all of the the rocks. This past weekend, my family and I went river tubing and what a blast it was. It was so fun. 
Um, but of course, when you're river tubing, each of you has a different experience because you're going to go down a different part of the river and the river had, you know, slow parts, rocky parts, you know, rapids, um, beautiful, serene, willow laden places. And if you haven't been river tubing lately, just go do it. <laughs> it's a, it's an experience. And, but each one of us had a completely different experience because some of us would go around the rocks one way and others would go a different way. Some of us rock bottomed and ripped the bottom out. Um, but others of us got the hang of it to lift up your hind end when you're seeing rapids coming. And um, we would pass each other in different times. Like there would be one person out in the lead and then he kind of gets stuck in an area of just calmness and um, have to kind of paddle back out into the stream while the other ones kind of scooted right by. And it was just a different experience for everyone. But point being that um, when we're flowing in a river, when we're going to actually step into a current, uh, we need to be ready for it. We need to be ready for all of those those different places in the current, because if we're not, it is going to be just thrown at rock after rock and um, having to just paddle so hard to avoid everything instead of relaxing in the current. So there were two different approaches you could take. You could could sit there and, and paddle and paddle and try to foresee everything that was coming. And then it wasn't a very peaceful ride, right? Or you could just be like, all right, I'm going to be heads up. I want to see what's coming. But if there's nothing coming, I'm really just going to chill and relax and enjoy the time and trust that even though I'm floating backwards, it's all going to be okay. <laughs> and, um, and then when you hear the rapids kind of coming in the distance, you, you float forward and you, you try to navigate a little bit. But that's kind of the point of, of the grace current is that when you step in, it's going to move and you want to be ready for it. And having that atmosphere, the spiritual atmosphere, all peaceful and taken care of, detoxed, then you step into that current and you can enjoy God's abundance, whether it's slow paced, whether it's fast paced, whether there's rocks, you can navigate it all with him because the stuff in your atmosphere is cleared out. It's not junk. It's not toxic. And it's not going to um, pull you with your mindsets and your identity and your resources out of the pool and out of the river path and instead keep you in the current that God wants you and in the flow that he wants you to be in. So we want to make sure that our mindsets, our identity, our resources, and everything in our life is aligned and detoxed. Our atmosphere, our spiritual atmosphere is detoxed so that we can really enjoy the grace current and just flow with the things that God is doing in our lives. So What's next is listening. Like I said, we could hear the currents approaching. Like if you were just floating and it was all soft and gentle and just, just a beautiful experience, you could hear the rapids in the distance and you could hear them getting closer, right? Then it was time to turn around and face what was coming so that we could navigate it skillfully and make sure we didn't just like head first into a rock, right? So it's listening. And this is the next step in capturing grace is listening, spending time, just listening. And it's really hard. I know when you're developing Devo time that you can sit and listen, um, and know that it actually is God inspired, um, because you've removed all the toxic stuff. You've removed all the doubts and the, 
the mindsets, the orphan mindset, the poverty mindset, the victim mindset, or the identity issues that you have, that you're not meant to be here. You, who are you? All that stuff is out of the way and you know what your resources are. You know what your gift mix is. You know what your skill sets are. And each of these things has come under the alignment and the vision that God has cast for you. And everything's detoxed in your atmosphere. Now you can listen clearly and know without a shadow of a doubt, this is God telling you, inspiring you what the next step is and what his provision is and what his insight is and what the wisdom is of how to navigate what's coming ahead, that rapids that is coming ahead, that exciting, exhilarating pace, that shift of pace. You can tackle it um, with skill because you're listening to his plans, goals, and dreams for you and getting all of that um, download from him. And then we get to execute, right? We get to execute those things that have now inspired us. And lo and behold, you're going to find the provision that maybe wasn't there before because now we're walking in that collaborative spirit with God and his grace that's flowing from his throne. And we're able to see that it is, we're here that it is flowing from his throne to you for your use, unchallenged, unchallenged authority for you to use what he's given to you in abundance, in abundant measure. This is how we capture grace. And now we're on his path with his peace and in his pace and his provision when things are starting to flow. And now, you know, if things aren't flowing, we go back to the last episode and we figure out where did the dam come from and we get unstuck and we keep moving in the grace that we have received. I know it seems like it should be so much more difficult and it is easier said than done. (laughs) You can come back to these episodes and listen again and take these easy steps simple steps, I should call them. Sometimes they're not easy, but they are simple steps to moving yourself forward into that grace and out of the self-sufficiency grind that um, can take us out of the game, can really defeat us, discourage us, make us doubt whether or not we're on the right track. Does God even see, hear, love me? Is there even a God? Sometimes we can get ourselves so upside down Um, But we can come back to these steps here and get back on track. All right, friends, if you would like to get coached by me, I am opening up four coaching sessions. So for peeps, you guys, if you're interested, you can go ahead and click on the Calendly link in your show notes and we can set up a quick 15 minute call just to make sure I'm the right fit for you. You're the right fit for me and um, get you in your grace current, launch these God-sized dreams that are in your heart, or scale them. If you are just struggling to get things off the ground, we're going to get you there. And if you're thinking, I'm not sure I need one-on-one coaching, but I sure need more work on what you are talking about, Michelle. Good news for you. We have a workshop, a two-day workshop coming up, and you are going to meet a couple of my amazing friends 
And together we are going to walk through all of what I've just talked about in the last two episodes and detail. And it's actually a workshop. You are working. You're going to be there and you're going to be doing the work, getting yourself some breakthrough and getting yourself to the other side of the grace current. All right, friends, that's a wrap for today. I hope this blessed you. Thanks so much for joining me on today's podcast. Did this episode encourage you or unlock something new for you today? I'd love to hear about it. You can drop me a message and leave a review on Apple iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And then, hey, would you pray about who else in your life might need to hear this podcast too? Then share a link with them. Lastly, if you're looking for a more solid understanding of grace, you can get on the wait list for my new book by clicking on the link in the show notes. All right, friends, that's a wrap. We'll catch you next time on The Grace Current.